Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give me the update. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Dirt. We want the dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Did you want to tell me something? something? Demi Lovato has deleted her Twitter account because of the backlash for making comments about rapper 21 Savage being a, a citizen of the UK. Uh, this is, she's just faced a lot of backlash. She started um, putting up memes um, during the Super Bowl about it. Uh, so if you don't know what happened, 21 Savage has claimed to be a rapper from Atlanta. Well, it turns out that he's actually a British citizen. Uh, he was born on the island of Dominica, right? Okay. And so that's a British colony. And so he's a citizen of the UK. Now he's being deported. She thought that was hilarious, apparently, was posting a lot of things. Oh. And boy, did she get some heat. So kind of a weird turn of events in the last 24 hours. Yes. That. I think Twitter does more harm than good in the world. I'm you know, just going to tell you. I think it would. I, I feel like I want to edit my tweets a lot because I, you know, yes. misspell things or I don't add a hashtag I want to. Can we please be able to edit our tweets? That's all we want. Yeah. That's a great point. Please. You know, I don't know. <sighs> Okay, um, at the Oscars, uh, director and actor Bradley Cooper will showcase on stage his new role, Singer. He is absolutely terrified, but he will be performing uh, his song from A Star Is Born, Shallow, with Lady Gaga on stage. Mm. Not in a studio where it's recorded and you're, you know, because that's how they do it in movies. You get your best cuts, and even though you think they're singing live, it's actually a track that they're singing to. Now he has to sing live. Um, He's terrified. He said, um, please just let me be on pitch. He (laughs) made an appearance with her actually at her Vegas show a couple of weeks ago or last weekend. And he said he just had to be like Zen out and pray that I wouldn't ruin her show. She just crushed it for the last two hours. And I thought, please just let me be on pitch. Oh, now he's great. even more scared that he, he's terrified to perform at the Oscars. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know, he's such a perfectionist and pretty much so good at everything he does. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, those nerves will yes. help him, actually. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, Paul McCartney sent a roadie out to pick up a bottle of whiskey a few years ago. <laughs> this oh. just proves how out of touch he is. Just being a celebrity for so long, he gave the guy $2.50 to pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) And his biographer said, you can't be that famous for that many years and still be in touch with ordinary people. So this is kind of funny there. All right. On on TV tonight, we have America's Got Talent, The Champions on NBC, The Bachelor on ABC, the 150th episode of Arrow on The CW. Oh, wow. And our nine, a celebrity big brother on CBS. 
And that's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Thank you for the update, honey. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Report back to me in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 8 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything. Alexis is a farmer. Wow. I'm Jace yeah. with Lex and Madame Dawn McLean. Thank you for being here, everybody. Thanks for the follows on uh, uh, Colin and our, my phone is exploding. It's funny. I had to turn my thanks for everybody for following two fairy godfathers in the commercial break. <laughs> it is fun. You feel like you kind of win the lottery. You know what I mean? When you yes. see your numbers grow up, it's fun to watch. It was like, okay, another one and another person followed another person followed on Insta. So thank you very much, everybody. Aww. We really do appreciate the support. It's when it's a passion project like that, it's just fun. <laughs> and it's fun oh, that yeah. I'm doing it with Hubbard, too, with my talk. So yes. all in the family, girl, all in the family. That's right. Okay. Um, we have to talk about abducted in plain sight oh, because yeah. the, the eight o'clock friends, Lex, mm-hmm. uh, they've been waiting patiently. Uh, by the way, if you're kind, if you haven't been listening lately, Dreamweaver has been moved to 8:30. By the way, been moved to 8:30. Thank you. Okay. Um, programming note: So, abducted in plain sight is a, a documentary about an hour and twenty minutes that Donna Valentine told us about. Then Don watched it. Then B. Arthur watched it. Then I watched it. We all crapped our pants, uh, <laughs> and then we all freaked out. Just oh. it was just insane. It's just insane. So we There's knew a lot of moments. A lot of moments. So we knew we had to get Alexis to watch it because, I mean, you have the best reactions. So talk to us, Lex. What happened? (laughs) Uh, I watched with my husband and the 20 minute mark that you talked about. uh, Yeah, I did post the picture so you can see that as well. But um, wow, I think it first was shock and then we started giggling and we couldn't stop. It just... (laughs) And then multiple times throughout the the hour and a half, where we just started just laughing out loud, and uh, then you feel there you feel all the emotions. You feel anger, you feel sadness, you feel shame, and then you the naivete that you guys kind of talked about. I don't know if it's that necessarily, but I think it's just that the parents. Well, look before we even go that down that route, of course. The guy who abducted her is the biggest monster in this yes. whole thing. However, the parents enabled that in many ways uh, because of their own selfishness and shame. Oh, yeah. Uh, so then I felt really sad. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, whoa. You, you that don't, happened. You don't know how to process it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You do not know how to process it. It's just so much. Yeah, as a mom, uh, when I was watching it, all of the dumb moves that they made allowing this guy to be even anywhere near their daughter. All these alarm bells go off to me thinking about I am, you know, my baby cub and protecting my daughter. There, There is no way I would have clawed that guy's eyes out and Mm -hmm. never. I would have put locks on the windows and doors. I mean, the fact that. We're just going to openly talk about this. We gave you all time to watch it. Okay, yeah. so spoiler alert. But the first time she is abducted, 
They don't call anyone for five days. Five days! He takes her, he goes, we're going to go horseback riding. And they go, okay, be back before dinner. Okay, it's dark and they're not back yet. Any normal human being would be calling the police because you think they've been in a car accident or something. And then it goes on and on because... Oh, well, we don't want anyone to think bad of us or, you know, it's well, that's you're right Don. that's the main thing I mean, there. There's the FBI that's involved. The poor FBI agent is just like, yeah, I tried to help. But yep, he was just they were just worried about their own image. Yeah. The yep. shame that was involved in some of the acts that they did. They didn't want that secret to come out. And so they jeopardized the safety of not only Jan, but also she has sisters. Yeah. And they allowed sleepovers in their home that should never, ever, ever have happened. But they were probably also like, well, there's access to him still, too, because of the attraction. Oh, my gosh. It's just crazy. I can't. I, it's just a, such an unbelievable show. Oh, my gosh. I, 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 I. And again, let's because we want to be clear obviously the the parents are what a lot of, we're only reacting to what you guys are reacting to as well yeah. most of the narratives after people watch this are about the parents yeah. however we cannot say it enough the guy perpetrating this was a monster and so calculated and so Telling this little girl that aliens, that she's the host mother. Of, I mean, you guys, if you have the a mission, the, that there's a mission. It's, it's just all so unbelievable. It's malevolent. I mean, it's just I, the the level. The, I, I said this earlier. Monster was obviously playing the long game with mm, this family. Yes. You know what I mean? He was patient which is even more like evil and insidious. You know what I mean? He planted, he he cultivated this friendship with the family, which then gave him entrance into the house and access, entrance oh. and access Ugh. to the family. And it, it just so maniacal and a monster. Oh, I mean, disgusting. the photos, like just the photos of her with her face pressed up against his and like the, I mean, there's ones yeah, where, like, on the she's, couch. Uh, like, he has this blown-up picture of her. You can see her panties, and it's like, oh, my God, what is going Oh, my, just that this man was allowed to do this. It's just so unbelievable. And, and they're really good. The parents are really good at putting on that, like, well, we just didn't know what a pedophile was. Yeah, right. Like, really? I don't believe any of that. I'm sorry. That's just you protecting yourself. I don't yep. know. I, I don't mean to come down on the parents so much. I mean, and she's forgiven her parents. She yes. said, as an adult, it wasn't easy to do. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine? Mm. No. I don't know. I don't know if I could uh. forgive my parents for letting somebody destroy my childhood and adult life, really. Yeah. Well, and then they also blame it on faith and, you know, just in the 70s, you know, it could be hard to maybe admit some of your sexual desires May, or, or stepping out of your marriage or uh, with a, a good-looking neighbor, <laughs> you know? But still, it's just, it, it's, well, you, let's watch, be, you feel really sad. Uh, let's be clear, and I will just be a little brutally honest mm-hmm. here. 
ob- let's focus on the father for a second. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. that poor man, and I do have compassion for him. I come at yes, this with compassion. Because he weeps and he's he, time. really sad. He, he is obvious. He has a lot of conflicts going on in his head. Yep. Maybe, maybe he's battling his religion yep. based based on what I, this is just my opinion on what his truth is. And I'm just going to say it. Because I have eyes, as Lori Bargini would say. I have eyes. You're saying what we're thinking. I I have eyes. Dude is likely gay. Let's just let's just lay the cards on the table. Oh my gosh! And I I feel awful for him because he is he is of the generation that I speak of uh, a lot. That I have uh, that gay guys my age. uh, We they built the bridge. Mm-hmm. That we are walking on because we had a much, even though the early 90s wasn't the best time to be a gay guy, we have it far easier than that poor generation. Uh, my father's in that generation, and I've said this very clearly, uh, very openly. I think my father was closeted um, and dealt mm-hmm. with a lot of demons because he couldn't speak and live his truth. I think this gentleman, this father, is in the same boat. And that's tragic to me. It's just they cannot. It's just there's no way that they can even allow themselves to be gay. And especially in that Mormon community, which is even more against, you know, it's not just I just can't be gay. I can't even accept and tell myself that I'm gay. The yeah, shame, the shame. Oh my! You, that's right. You have not only do you have yep. an inner conflict that's probably further complicated by your Just by society. your church's standards. Mm-hmm. But so you have your church. You're you're battling what your church is telling you. This well, isn't an anti-religion yeah. thing. Well, I want to well, be no, clear. No, no, no. But what you're ba- you're battling uh, what your church is telling you. Yep. You're battling what society is telling you in 1974, mm-hmm. which is basically g- gay people should be shipped to an island. Mm-hmm. Now that's a harsh generalization, but the attitudes toward homosexuality in 1974 vastly different than it, it is in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um. So can you imagine, I mean, you're battling, oh, I can't, I can't, I, I, that's why I I have a, I have a slightly, we're talking about abducted in plain sight. If you just tuned in, by the way, I want to make sure everyone's included in the conversation. Um, That's why I have a, a a slice of pie, more compassion for the father than I did for the mother who drove me nuts. I must admit. Mm. Oh, girl. I stayed too long at the trailer. No. (laughs) No. We did some necking. He touched my brass. (laughs) I mean, there were a lot of times you have to laugh, you guys. This is not taking away from the horrible tragedy that happened to Jan, the daughter. But it is so horrifying. All of these things and the missteps, missteps is the wrong word, the huge mistakes that these parents made over and over again to allow this guy around their daughter the way they you have to laugh about it. yes in between because she's so dumb you're like oh honey yeah. like can't you see that this guy's manipulating you and telling you he loves you just to get to your daughter which is so insidious and creepy Ugh. all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen Diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Oh, it's, uh, yeah. We stayed, I stayed, hi, um, I stayed too long at the mobile home. No. 
You had sex yeah. with Mervy Pervy Marvin. That's Ew. what you did. You had sex with the Merv who's in your house sleeping in the same bed as your daughter. And you yeah. let him do that as a part of his quote unquote therapy, therapy. that oh. he made up to get over. Like, what kind of therapy would that be? Uh, I also think it was for her, too, and for the dad, too, to maybe have some easy access, because he probably was dipping into their bedroom, too. Oh, oh, wow. Don't you, you think? think so? He's oh, dipping in there. Oh, girl. I think so, to keep them quiet and to keep yes. them satisfied. Oh, my he Lord. He's probably like, relief time, baby. You think they were both? You think they were both Yes. You think they're both, all three of them at once? No, no, not, oh, no, not Jesus. that. I'm talking about on separate <laughs> oh, occasions. Lord, Dawn's doing the sign of the cross yeah, right now. like, let's go oh. to the shed in the back, you know? Uh, who knows where they were doing it? But I'm sure there was part of them, too, going, well, at least I can yeah. uh, maybe live vicariously through or have my moments of, you know, little side glances and, you know, googly eye. How could you even feel that way about somebody who is... Uh, well, see, that that's the whole messed up part about thing. this entire thing. And sometimes it is easier to laugh as you're watching because you're going, what the... What the... And that's what you'll see in the picture. Uh, Lex and the cities, I tweeted it. Yes. You can see on hell that he was laughing a lot because it was just like, are you you're kidding so me? You're so uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. Like, uh, your face is funny, but on hell, under oh. that flowered blanket, yes. he is trying to protect himself. He has got up around his neck like nothing comes. He's scared. He's scared, yeah. but he's laughing. Oh. <laughs> he is scared, and he should be. People are getting relief in Chevrolets down by the river. Yes. <laughs> abducted in plain sight again is the documentary we're talking about. Abducted in plain sight on Netflix. 818. Don McLean's coming up. I'm sorry. Uh, Elizabeth Reese is next um, with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. It is time for Yield Dirt Alert, but before we get to that, I will say phone lines are open to talk to Dawn. Get your dream ready. If you have a dream you want Dawn to interpret, call right now. We'll put you on hold, and uh, you'll come up in the next segment, 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071. Keep it short. You know, keep it concise. We Dawn doesn't need to know, like, you know, North and South, you know, to make it uh, the thorn birds. We need, you know, four you. sentences. Brevity. Yeah, yeah, Brevity. yeah. One paragraph Hi. to sum it yeah. up. Hi, Elizabeth. Call now, everybody. <laughs> hey. Good morning, you guys. Happy day after the Super Bowl. Lots oh, of people yes. believe that today should be an actual holiday, like a legitimate federal holiday, because apparently 17 million people across the country will be calling in sick. Oh, wow. Seriously? Is that the number? Seriously, yes. And it really decreases productivity. And so there's been conversation that why don't we just make it a holiday so that then um, a lot of people do get it up. I don't know. I mean, no. I would say most people will still not end up getting the day off because your comp like, do you think our company is going to be like, yes, we'll declare the day after the Super Bowl a federal holiday? Uh, I'd rather have like election day be a holiday than Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, I'm biased because I'm not a sports fan, but I'm just saying. They should just move the game a little bit earlier. Then that would solve all the problems. If yes. you started the game at 2.30 instead of 5.30, thank you, Alexis. Look what idea. a brilliant idea, right? I like it. I mean, yes. lots of football is early. So if you did 2.30 instead of 5.30, it would just totally um, make it a little bit easier to get to work the next day. And it's always going to be on a Sunday. And then you can have your afternoon parties mm-hmm. and then get home early. Yeah, because mm-hmm. even when the game ends, you know the partying continues. Well, so I know. That Especially will happen regardless of the time the 
the game starts. But still. Exactly. I hear you. So it was, uh, I would say, the most boring Super Bowl football (laughs) game in the history of Super Bowls. I mean, it was the lowest scoring game. It was very, very boring throughout the game. And so fans were really looking forward to the halftime show. Unfortunately, I think the Super Bowl halftime show is sort of... um, Kind of going along the same lines as like an Oscars host. It's That's very what, hard yeah. to win. Did yes. you say that too? I said the exact. Yeah. It's, it's a no win. Brain. Oh. It's a no. Yeah. It's very difficult to win. You almost have to go into it going, "I'm going to do this for myself and for my own experience, and just screw what everybody else thinks." Because yep. it's so hard to win. Adam Levine and Maroon Five getting uh, a lot of. You know, I mean, some people. If you like Maroon Five, you probably really liked it. I felt like the beginning kind of felt like a high school. Um, a high school like oh, show choir the with a little medley set up at the very beginning. Um, and then, of course, Adam Levine just proceeded throughout the performance to take off one article of clothing after another. And then the headline from People is fans question why Adam Levine can be shirtless in halftime show years after Janet Jackson incident. Well, newsflash, it's because Adam Levine is a man and Janet Jackson is a woman. Hello. Yeah, I mean, like, whether we like it or not. I it's... have throughout thousands of years of history. Yeah. You know, women's nipples are seen as very different as men's nipples. Yes. I hate to break it to you, but it's just the way that it goes. Yeah, he was just following Jagger, right? He's got the moves like Jagger, yeah. and then there you go. And he's like, look at my tattoos. Well, he spent all that money um, and all that time on those tattoos. Yes. He's, he's got to like, show them. I'm feeling a little uncomfortable, but you know what? Focus on these. <laughs> <laughs> She's on fire today, Elizabeth. This yeah, morning, I like so. it. I like. Um, don't don't declare this a holiday because Alexis needs to be at work <laughs> every know, day seriously. after the Super Bowl. Uh, Tom Brady, of course, very excited to win his sixth Super yes. Bowl ring. Ugh. He is the goat. I know he totally. Come is. on, guys, you can at least give that up, right? No, you I can. mean, yeah, Tom uh, Brady. I can say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he hasn't eaten a French fry in twenty years. He, he deserves success. I mean, if you can have that sort of willpower, then I mean, you deserve yes. that success. He gave a sweet shout out to his wife, Giselle, and his children after leading the New England Patriots to their win. And he said he just can't wait to spend some time with his family, his kids and his wife. It's been a great year. And he's so happy for his teammates. 13 yeah. to 3. He's real classy, I, though. I mean, he, he talks. Is. He always praises the other team. He's a classy guy, despite that whole like deflating of the footballs thing. Well, and I got to yeah. say, you know, uh, no, um, no offense to him. I mean, honestly, I don't really have a, a horse in the race. I will tell you, though, there is a sense of apathy on, on my part as a casual viewer that it's like same old, same O. There's no exciting matchup like an underdog team. That's why I didn't watch. That's why I, nobody likes I'm the so, dynasty, Jason. You're exactly yeah. right. Nobody likes it. So, Except for uh, the people who are the fans of that team. Yes, yeah. my husband. <laughs> right. So he's beside himself with joy. Oh, yeah. But everybody else is just like, womp, womp. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, why am I? Wa- I don't care You're about totally the Patriots. Right. Like yes. if the Minnesota Vikings <gasps> go to the Super Bowl. Yes. I mean, regardless of if people care about Minnesota or even know where we're located on a map. Side note, most of Texas does not know where we are. That's but. Yeah. They will, it will be like that story of look at how much misery these people have been through. Yeah. <laughs> and then, hallelujah, praise the Lord. I mean, if, if the Vikings ever win the Super Bowl, I think the state will physically melt down. Because yeah, we need the, a day off after that, though. Yeah. It would be, it would probably be a Super Bowl miracle where the next day it would be like a freak 75 degrees here. <gasps> I bet that's what would happen. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then people were talking about the ads. Were they good? Were they bad? Uh, were they ugly? I mean, I think it was sort of, if you were a fan of Handmaid's Tale, you loved seeing the third 
um, their third year featuring their Super Bowl a little preview of the next season. So that was exciting. People mm-hmm. did not like this Mintmobile Chunky Milk ad. Ugh. Everybody gagged about that one. I like the Luke Wilson Colgate one with the close talker, but that might have been after the Super Bowl. Oh, I think yeah. it was after, it yeah. It was funny, though. And I liked the Stella Artois ad, too. So I did, too. That's all I have to share. Thanks, guys. 651-641-1071. We can take a few more. Do you have a dream you want Dawn to interpret? Interpret? Call us right now. Dreamweaver Dawn is next. Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Okay, this is your time. Uh, Dawn really did go to uh, the the School of Metaphysical. What is it? The College of Metaphysics. School of Metaphysics. College of Metaphysics. Yeah, that's right. So she knows what she's talking about. Uh, She's helped me, believe me. So keep these as concise as you can. You don't need to give us, you know, the whole, uh, you know, uh, North and South Thornbirds length miniseries. Just a concise breakdown of your dream. Yes. Dreamweaver Dawn. Who do we have first? Okay, our first contestant victim yeah. <laughs> is Sasha and she's on Hi. the phone with us right now. Hi Sasha. Hello. Thank you for doing this. Yeah. No, so my thank dream you. my dream is I've either left like a baby at work and I'm home and I don't know where this baby is or I'm supposed to be meeting my like my sisters with their babies oh. and I don't know where they are. Okay. It's always about babies. Okay. So this has to do with your productivity when you're dreaming about work. And then it has to do with you sort of not introducing new ideas into your productivity. You're shutting that off and you're always forgetting to think about yourself. And when it comes to your productivity, you're not allowing yourself to get creative and cultivate new ideas. Hopefully that makes sense to you. That makes total sense. So when you're in the thick of it, whenever you're trying to be productive, you're like, oh, wait a minute. I was supposed to, uh, I had that idea that was going to help me with this. And you're just not, that's that baby that you're leaving behind. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Love you. Okay. Dawn, if I I dream that I leave Alexis places, what does that mean? (laughs) Alexis is your subconscious mind. Okay. (laughs) I leave her in grocery stores Uh and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I ran away. (laughs) Thought about that. Oh, brother. Who do we we have next? Next is Deborah. Hello. Hi, Deborah. Okay, so I get ready for work and I go to work, and every door that I open, there's a big tree, so I can't get into the room where I need to get to. So I leave and I come home, and I can't get into any rooms at home because there's this. Big ass tree. Oh, sorry. Big tree. No, go ahead. That's okay. <laughs> big ass tree. In my way, and I cannot get into any of the rooms. And so I leave and go sit in a park. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, so uh, a room is a house is a frame of mind. Okay. So what is happening is that you're trying to move from fr- a, a, one frame of mind to another. And there's all kinds of compartments in our mind that allow us to be the different aspects of ourselves. Every time that you're trying to move from one 
aspect of yourself to another or another frame of mind, you are faced with something that's bugging you in your subconscious. I don't know what that is, but you need to reflect on that. It's a nagging thing that you know you're not addressing, and it has to do with what you... It's the purpose of why you're here as a soul. So it's kind of deep, but you really need to connect with that because it's stopping you from uh, being your full self. Oh. Okay, so there's a really nagging thing, and... You just need to reflect on that. Ask yourself before you go to sleep. Could Say, it be? Could it be like an injury where I'm not able to work? I'm stuck at home. Yeah, it could be. I mean, that could be, especially if you're dreaming about product. You're dreaming about work, and that is your productivity. You don't feel very productive, maybe in your physical state, and that bothers you. It could be that, and it's just something that you need to work through. Okay. In order to move on. Okay. Thank be your you. best self. Okay, Deborah. Thank you. Awesome. Have a great day. Mm-hmm. You too. Uh, Don, what if I dream that every time I uh, open a door, Alexis is standing there? What does that mean? <laughs> That's your subconscious mind. It's like a tree. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> surprise! Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm here. I'm your big ass tree. Okay. <laughs> All right. We have Sharon on the phone. Sharon is very creative and she dreams a lot. Sharon, what was your dream this time? Well, it's a long dream, but I'll shorten it. So okay. I'm, uh, I go with a couple of uh, guys, and we we think, well, it'll be nice to go for a walk in the woods next door. We go out, and uh, I um, I realize I'm wearing too many clothes. I go back oh. in, I change, I go, and now you see a lot of natives that are pulling the soil because there's been a um, a cave-in or a, a mm-hmm. uh, up ahead, and so they're pulling all the soil. That we go ahead. I come to this house that's um, completely gutted. There's all the sand in it, and there's the husband is is on the main floor, and he's cutting out windows by by just cutting out a square, and you can see a window. We go upstairs, just the two of us. I go upstairs, and there's this woman with blonde hair, and she's just beautiful and a beautiful voice, and we offer to take her down, but first the man cuts out the window and I look out and half the mountain is gone but on the edge of the mountain is this beautiful golden city beautiful sound coming from it all these hundreds of voices that are coming out and so I we take this woman out and I wake up okay all right so every house is is a frame of mind um, so you are tra- there's a foreign aspect of yourself that is leading you to a place where you can be and see uh, you you can see a different frame of mind out in the distance because you said that there's some type of a, a city out there that you can see? Yeah. Okay, so there's a part of you in your conscious life that knows that you can get there. And so that's that woman up in the on the second floor. So you're sort of um, making a connection with that part of yourself to get to an ideal place, an ideal frame of mind. And in order to get to that place, there are foreign parts of yourself that you're not too sure about yet, that you don't really know, that are sort of moving the way. Uh, that's uh-huh. the long and short of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it sounds good. One, can I ask she, you one other question? I had another dream, but it's, mm-hmm. I just want to know what the what ants mean. Ads? Like ants, commercial? A-N-T-S. No, ants. Ants. Like the, oh, sure. Yeah. Okay, uh, so any animal or creature is a habit that you have? Uh, I wondered. So um, if you're dreaming of ants, it's maybe a little annoying habit that's... But they're all working pretty hard for one common goal. 
Yeah. Right? Oh, Sharon. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Sharon. Dawn, what if I dream that Alexis is riding on the back of an ant? Enough for you. <laughs> okay. It's a slow, right. slow ride. Okay, we have Phoebe next. She's Go our ahead, last Phoebe. one. Hi, Phoebe. Hi. Hi. Okay, so in my dream, I'm so right now I'm married and I have two children. And okay. in my dream, my husband had never wanted to marry me. We were just friends and he mm-hmm. wouldn't. So it's, it's not like we've gotten divorced. It's just like we never were married and he just wants to be friends. <laughs> okay. And then when I wake up, I have to convince myself that I'm actually married to him. I mean, he's like right there. Okay. And I don't believe it. A marriage is a reflection of the dream is always about the dreamer. Your soul doesn't really, I don't want to say care about, but yeah, it doesn't really care about other people. It's concerned with what your path is in this life right now. So there are times whenever your marriage is reflecting your inner self. He is your subconscious mind. When you dream about the opposite sex, that's a part of your subconscious. So in order to create a child, your subconscious and conscious mind have to come together to create, and a child is a new idea. So there are times whenever you really feel disconnected to your inner self, and you don't, you feel like you can't be creative or bring new things into your life, and it makes you panic a little bit that you feel so disconnected. So okay. your husband is your <laughs> inner self. Mm. <laughs> so and you have two I- kids now, right? Yeah, the part where I can't believe it even when I'm awake is what drives me nuts. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So you just need to tap into maybe start meditating. There's a lot of uh, great tools online to do that. And really ask yourself, what am I trying to create right now to move forward? Great, thank you. Uh Thank you, Phoebe. Mm. There we go. Dreamweaver Dawn, if you didn't get weaved this week, (laughs) you can get weaved next week. (laughs) Don't worry. Don't worry. Every Monday, 8.30. Don, if I'm, I'm just joking. H I coming up on eight forty two. If Alexis is on the back of an ant when I open the door, <laughs> what does that mean? Let's go for a ride. Yes, uh, coming up on it. Well, no, now it is eight forty two. We're gonna take a break, and we will be back right after these words. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. <laughs> just looking at everybody's. 20 minute faces from the doc from the documentary they're so good abducted in in plain sight on netflix oh you guys are so funny and if you don't know what what we're talking about there's a documentary donna valentine's talked about don amy daniels alexis now uh and there's a revelation in this documentary that happens at about the 20 minute mark that just kind of leaves you just kind of leaves you speechless and, and then and it just gets worse from there yeah and it's it is it is very much a uh a precursor to what's ahead for you as a viewer you you have oh. no idea you really just have no clue of what's in store yeah because when you hear the name of the documentary you think oh you know sadly sadly you're like oh i know how this is gonna end you know this is okay yeah we've heard this before on dayline nbc and then you get into it and you're like, oh, no, no, no. This is this is way beyond Dateline NBC. <laughs> this is just like, what? Oh. What is going on? So, oh, oh thanks, everybody. I, I'm glad you guys taped your 20 minute face. Oh, thank you. So funny. Made me laugh so hard this weekend. Oh, Ooh. I every time oh, I got on Twitter, I would people were cracking me up oh. with their faces. Oh, 
And I, I knew it's that your crazy. husband on, I knew Lex that yeah. on hell would just uncomfortably laugh. I just yeah. thought that's what he's going to do. He laughed through most of it. And afterward, he said, I'll never get that 90 minutes back. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Oh, yeah. But you you just, go through so many emotions as you're watching it. There's anger. There's embarrassment. There's shame. There's laughter. There's just, yeah, what? There's holy mother of Oprah. Like, what yeah, What yeah. are we watching? Like, you know? Did this really happen? Yeah. Oh, gosh. There are aliens and... Oh, it's just, it's nutter butters, nutter butters. I also watched, um, just a quick little mention, because, you know, we always tell you good shows to watch. Yeah. Um, True Detective season three is just so good, everybody. Have you finished it yet? Or are you well, no, show? it's not over yet. It's not over. Oh, I mean, not, have you finished it? But I'm are caught you, up. Are you caught up? Yeah. That's I'm totally mean. caught up. Yeah. It's just, guys, seriously, it's so good. It's, yeah, I really it's like this, it too. Yeah. I'm not it's caught such up, a, though. Oh, you're not? No, but I love okay. it. Okay. Yeah. It's 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 a it's such a quality show. Oh, it's so good. And Mahershal Ali. I mean, let's be clear. He's just amazing. And Stephen Dorff. Yeah. Who, you know, I haven't I mean, admittedly, I haven't thought about Stephen Dorff since, since the late three. 90s. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what when I mean? Was the last time. Hmm. And yeah. he is so good. I mean, they're both and they're great together. They have great chemistry together. So, I don't know. If you guys have HBO, it's a it's a good watch, peeps. It's a very very good watch. Yes. Dawn, have you caught up on? I wanted to ask you in our, our our last minutes here. Have you caught up on Celebrity Big Brother? I haven't even started. No, I guess I'm just going to miss this one. It's weird. Are you going to? Yeah, you're going to let this one go. I'm starting to have a social life, so. I am so proud of you for having a social life. <laughs> some things have be- for that. Some things have become more important. How does no, that feel, a having a social life, Don? Does it feel good? <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Yay! <laughs> Tell us how good how good a social life feels, Don. Does uh, it feel it good? Feels, it feels so good. Good, good. I'm glad. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. You don't even... I mean, this is how good your social life now is. You're not doing Pokemon? Yeah, I'm not. I'm kind of falling off of that. I just don't care anymore. Yeah, you're not doing Pokemon. You're not doing Celeb Big Brother. No. Who are you? I know. I mean, seriously, it's crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I love I, it though. I can imagine once you catch, you know, a few of them, you're like, I'm, I'm pretty good with this. I'm catching something else yeah, right now. Right, you know? right, exactly. Yeah. You're like, I'm catching something. I'm way catching better. feelings. Way, way better. Yeah, not, even the sparklies aren't bringing you to the, the shinies. Yard, the shinies, yeah. yeah. Lex, before we wrap up, I saw your Instagram. Are you on the Twin Cities Live today? Yes, I am. What are you doing? With a Valentine's Day project. I love this project. It turned out way better than I thought. Uh, using zippers. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> May I ask what you're doing and, with zippers, Lex? And a lighter. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. uh-huh. A lighter's involved. Zippers and charms. We're making some okay. bracelets. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. They're very cute. Okay. Oh. I might have made zippers. one for you guys. So. And a zipper and a lighter, Dawn. Yep. I mean, <laughs> set your what? pants on fire, girl. <laughs> set your pants on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that you're on today live, right, yep. Alexa Lulu? Yep, that's right. On today. Uh, yeah, Channel 5. Okay. 3 o'clock it starts. 3 o'clock. 3 to 4.30. Watch, Not sure uh, when I'm on, but I'll figure that out before. Yeah. Dawn, are you on any uh, TV today? Are uh, you? You're not on my show today, are you? Uh, no, no, I'm not no, on any okay. shows. 
right okay. now. <laughs> well, we got we got to change that. Okay, yes. we got to change that. We'll yeah. get you on something. We'll right. we'll figure it out. Oh yeah, I uh, also thank- have um a oh, uh, ahead, oh just real quick, I have no, oh. um a, a crafty assignment mm. to make what? a vest with flashing lights. <sighs> Um, yes. We're going to do a clip-on air horn. We're going to do a whole bunch of things just to be safe crossing a, a crosswalk on the street. Thank you, Lex. I appreciate that. Yes. Uh, and I got to tell you, um, this is, uh, I, I said it earlier to Mayor Jacob Fry. I'm sending this message out. There's a crosswalk in the North Loop on 2nd uh, that I, Colin can back me up. I was almost killed early late last week. Colin said I was a foot from getting hit by mm. a car. Ugh. The woman was not paying attention and did not stop on the crosswalk. I have been cussed at. I have been flipped the bird when people have to stop. And I'm like, you do know it's the law, y- y- you morons. You have to stop. You have to yield to pedestrians in a crosswalk. Just like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know why the concept is so hard for people. And what, you're going to get to your destination 37 seconds yeah. mm-hmm. later, Ugh. and it just and it bothers me. Like, look, I'm I, I can move fast. What if it was an elderly woman in the crosswalk? You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, she did. I, I you know hashtag Grace and Frankie. What? If, oh wow, Lex just went right <laughs> I mean, there, didn't she? Did worst case scenario there, and that's so very Le- unfortunate. Don't so be Lex that is, person. So Lex is going to make uh, Lex is going to make me a, a, a horribly obnoxious. A uh, vest to wear. Oh, Thank you. Neon yeah. and shiny bright lights. Oh, I yes. can't wait. I already know. And thanks to everyone that's followed our my new podcast, Two Fairy Godfathers. Uh, it's up with uh, Hubbard's uh, Podcast One. Yes. Just go to Instagram, search Two Fairy Godfathers right now. Fun pictures, beautiful pictures of Disney, and then you can see the link to listen to the first episode. Your support means a lot. We really do appreciate it. That's going to do it for us. If you're a kid that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you, friends. We love you, unless you're a terrible person. Uh, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye. Be safe. There is ice. A lot of it. It's a beautiful day.